This is the Mind Fitness Method Podcast, and my name is Dr. Eric Aiken. And in this episode, I want to talk about how hard do you have to exercise for weight loss. So there are standard recommendations for how much exercise is necessary for health benefits, likely for weight loss. And you've probably seen this. The, the recommendation is about 150 minutes of moderate level exercise per week or 75 minutes of vigorous level of exercise per week. And some also include two days of resistance exercise on top of that. And, you know, there's several ways to look at this though, because is this enough? And one thing to keep in mind about these recommendations are that these are minimum recommendations. These are for, and the reason because is because half of Americans do not exercise at all. And so they have lowered the bar to hopefully encourage more people because even this minimum amount does result in some benefit, but these are minimum recommendations for exercise. But if you were going to use this as your guide, and maybe you've got a tough week and this is all that you can get in, then think about how this breaks down. If you're going with moderate level of exercise, that means five days a week, 30 minutes a day of moderate exercise, brisk, brisk walking, for example. Um, if you've got a tough week, maybe you're not going to be able to exercise every day that you'd like to because of the schedule, then that means three episodes, 50 minutes long of brisk walking, nearly an hour, three times a week uh, at a minimum. Now, if it's if you are doing high intensity exercise, that means five 15 minute episodes of a high intensity exercise. And you can go back to our previous podcast where we talk about the difference between moderate and uh, high intensity exercise. But, or if you've got a, a tough week, again, a, a tight schedule, then that means a minimum of three episodes of 25 minute high intensity workout per week. That's a minimum. Again, these are minimum recommendations because most people just don't exercise anymore. And that's largely because the mental skills needed to make the, this behavior of exercise regularly uh, and make it something that's attractive, something that's a pleasure, that's a gift rather than a grind, uh, are just not well known right now. There's uh, someone, uh, a Dr. Michelle Seeger, who wrote a book called No Sweat. It's a fantastic book. And in this book, she talks about several of the studies that she's done. And one of them, they, the study was done on women and they were first assessing women for their motivation, the orientation of their motivation, whether it's intrinsic motivation or external motivation. And so they asked them about exercise and what they liked about exercise. And based on their answers, they would divide the women in this study into two groups. One group was the body shapers. That's what they called them. They were focused on how the exercise shaped their body. 
The others focused on other things, how it made them feel. They called them the non-body shapers. And so non-body shapers were intrinsically motivated. They wanted to, they liked what, how it made them feel. And body shapers were externally motivated, extrinsically motivated. And they wanted to look better or lose fat or some other external motivation. What they found is that non-body shapers, the internally intrinsically motivated people were more likely to participate in moderate intensity exercise as opposed to high intensity. They were also more likely to sustain their habit of exercise more consistently over time. They seemed to enjoy their exercise more and did it more frequently. The body shapers, the ones focused on how it made them look, were more likely to participate in high intensity exercise, aerobics classes and so forth. But they were also more likely to express negative emotions associated with exercise. They worked out less frequently and they were less consistent in maintaining their habit of regular exercise. And so for this reason, Dr. Seeger really feels that doing what you will do uh, is more important than doing something high intensity. Um, and, and I agree with that to a large ex extent, except with a few conditions. And now this book was written six years ago and she may have some additional uh, thinking on this, but let me sort of go into my thought process about this. Number one, when is moderate exercise not enough? There's one instance where I, I can think of where it may not be enough, and that's in the case of people who are diabetic. There's a body of research now that's coming out and that's been established that says that if you have diabetes, that you may be able to sustain your health by moderate, regular moderate intensity exercise but in order to reverse the effects of the diabetes on your body and to really undo the damage that it is doing to you, it will take a higher intensity of exercise in order to do that. And so that would be one circumstance where maybe moderate intensity exercise isn't enough. And maybe even just having some of your exercise, maybe half of it, be in high intensity in that situation uh, would be better. In general, when you we look at the studies on high intensity exercise versus moderate, uh, the the benefits of high intensity are are greater, and uh, to the blood pressure and to uh, the effects of the diabetes and so many other things. Plus, it extends the increased metabolism that your body has after the exercise is over longer than moderate exercise does but um it it is so it, in general m more intense is better the the key though is being is having the mental skills there that allow you to enjoy the high intensity exercise there's something uh, that dr seeger talks about in her book called uh, the respiratory threshold and then that's that point at which you feel breathless. If you were trying to speak, it would be difficult to speak because you are breathless. 
And many people associate negative emotions with being beyond the respiratory threshold. And, and I, I agree, that's probably uncomfortable for many people unless you have spent time there. And if you've been working with a set of mental skills in order to help you to look at that situation more objectively and to modulate your emotional response to it. And then uh, you don't get those negative emotions and and sort of the panic and so forth and distaste that goes with more intense exercise. Now, I want to talk to you about examples of high intensity exercise because it's not just what you think there's some other things in there that you might not think of a lot of people just think of you know some kind of aerobics class and by and large that is what it is so here's a little short list of of things that are high intensity exercise examples and some of them are not things that you might have thought of so high intensity interval training hit training tabata training Again, that's a, another type of aerobic type of exercise using only body weight. I love Tabata. Um, running. Running is high-intensity exercise. Speed walking. Hill walking. Climbing stairs. Jump roping. Cross-country skiing. And plyometric exercise. Plyometrics is, you know, a lot of jumping uh, and so forth. It's, uh, it's quite intense. Uh, and... Uh, something I'm not doing a whole lot of these days uh, now that I've crossed 50, but uh, it is good. Now, here's one workaround to this is if you're somewhat averse to doing high intensity exercise, maybe you commit only to a moderate level of exercise at the beginning of your workouts, but then as you get going, get the blood circulating, the adrenaline comes up, then try to work in some uh, minutes of high intensity in that workout. Once you know, once you've been in it for a little bit, you get into beast mode sometimes, and you're ready to take on more. So you can just start to try to mix it in there a bit more at a time until maybe your entire workout becomes eventually high intensity. And not every workout has to be high intensity. Again, do what you will do. And if there's a day where maybe you didn't get enough sleep the night before, maybe there's something on your mind, or your physiology is just taking a vacation for the day and you're not feeling it, well, moderate will certainly do. Moderate's better than nothing, for sure. So do what you will. I totally agree with Dr. Seeger on this. Uh, But try... Uh, to work in high intensity uh, in every workout if you can. Now, a little bit more about external motivation, though, for those of you who just cannot seem to find the (laughs) intrinsic motivation uh, and the joy of exercise. But I feel that everyone can uh, with the proper training. But one external motivator that may not be something you might have thought of is that there was a study published in the June issue of uh, Journal of Labor and Research that found that employees who regularly exercise earn 9% more than their lazier counterparts who do not exercise. 9% more. Some that's now that's another thing, that's another external motivator outside of just how you look or uh, or something that might help you to uh, 
uh, find a, a significant other that you might not have thought of. Um, people who exercise in general earn more. And I believe I even saw a study, and I've been trying to track this study down, but it basically said the harder you work out, the more money you tend to, to earn. So another reason to consider um, high intensity exercise. I, I will I will run down that uh, article, that uh, study at some point to, that substantiated the, the claim that I have just made. But um, in any event, uh, these, you know, exercising regularly, 100, 150 minutes per week uh, or of moderate intensity or 75 minutes per week of high intensity is the minimum and more is better and if you can err on the side of high intensity uh, there's there is more benefit to the high intensity I hope you found this helpful visit us at the website at www.ericakinmd that's e-r-i-c-a-k-i-n-m-d.com you can find more information about our programs there. Also, you can register for my free masterclass, Professionals Fitness Fast Track. This is a 40-minute presentation presenting the secrets to lasting weight loss, uh, why discipline is not necessary uh, to maintain long-term fitness and weight loss, and what is important, and how the food industry is causing us to eat more and many other very interesting facts. Uh, just go to www.ericakenmd.com slash register. Again, this is the Mind Fitness Method podcast. And remember, it is your brain that maintains the change.